All right, guys, welcome back to the GDC YouTube channel and podcast. Today we have Mr. Johnny Trojan on. We're going to be doing an exclusive interview with him. So if you would, please just give us your name, age, where you're from. I'm John. I'm in West Virginia. I'm 30 years old. West Virginia, the Mountaineers, huh? Yes, sir. All right, all right. So I see you're in the garage right now. I see a Mopar song, uh, sign. I see the American flag. And then I also see a glimpse of what I know to be uh, your Mustang back there. Can you tell us exactly what you have in the garage right now? Yeah, well, I got a Challenger on the other side, and I got the Mustang behind me. I've been driving since I was, I guess, 16 in high school. Okay. It's uh, just got a 289 in it with a little engine work. Nothing super special, but it's got high mileage every day. Just drive it a bunch and kind yeah. of enjoy it. It's not really a show car, but it's something I can take out in daily and not be, you know, terrified of scratching the paint or anything on. Yeah, it's a it's a '65, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, '66. Yeah. '66. Okay, cool. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Johnny actually won, or John. I'm sorry, you go by John or. Or Johnny. Uh, Whichever, John, okay. Whichever. Uh, well, I'm going to call you John. <laughs> John actually won the uh, the free gas competition last month. So his video on the Mustang is actually up on the GDC page a couple of videos ago. Uh, we got him some free gas. I believe we sent him out a care package as well. I'm not sure if you perceived it yet or not. Yep. There you go. Rocking the hoodie. Cool, cool. Got it. Um, so he actually won the competition last month for is an awesome video on the Mustang. So if you want to see that, go ahead and go back a few videos and check that out. Um, so you got the 66 Mustang. You said you got it when you were 16 years old. So I'm assuming um, maybe a family member passed it down to you, bought it for you. What, what's the story there? Yeah, it was uh, my dad gave it to me. He bought it. It was a track car, like an eighth mile car. Okay. So it was had a different motor in it, just one seat, kind of the bare essentials. Okay. And just over time, I eventually... You know, got some interior in it, got a gearing set up in it where I could take it on the highway and a motor that, you know, is a little more street friendly. I think right. he had a, it was like right under 400 cubic inch, like kind of stroke down. So it was a little much for me to daily to high school and everything. Yeah. So I got this 289 in it now, and this motor's actually got right at 140,000 on it. Okay. But it's got a little bit of head work. It's bored over 40, and that's really about it, to be honest. It's got a super mild cam in it, but yeah, it doesn't overheat, and I can take it on the interstate and run 70 without turning high RPM. So There you go. There you go. And on that vehicle, uh, obviously, you've had it since you were 16. You're 30 now, so 14 years is quite a long time. I could tell that that car is kind of near and dear to your heart, and you don't plan on getting rid of it anytime soon. I sure hope not. <laughs> I've put way more money in it than it's worth. So okay. it's got sentimental value. Though. I've got to spend a lot of time working on it with my dad and stuff. So there you go. There you go. Okay. And for the people who have been on the channel for a while, they know I'm a big Mustang fan. Uh, I've always wanted a 69 fastback. So maybe I will get one in the future, hopefully, but I'm yet to own that specific Mustang. I've had uh, two other Mustangs, but nothing that that old and what do you got on the mopar side it's a challenger yeah it's a 12 rt classic okay. it's just got the five seven with the six speed in it okay. it's got a 
I think 373 or end that I put in it a couple years ago and some headers and an intake. So it doesn't really have a whole lot of work to it either, to be honest, just a different rear end to make it a little peppier in town. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the headers and the intake definitely make it sound better with that 5.7, I'm sure. Yeah, it's uh, actually, to be honest, right now I've been running it with just headers for about the past three months. I got a, oh. some exhaust that I've fabricated over here. I got to put back on it. I just haven't okay. had time yet. So that thing's loud. You're, you're, yeah, you're it's kind of like headers? real loud. Yeah, it's kind of like real loud and obnoxious. It's <laughs> like so loud it doesn't even sound good. So I got to get the, the okay. exhaust put back on it soon. Okay, so exhaust is next for that one. The Mustang you put tons of money into. Um, what got you interested in I'm assuming it was your father, and if he if it was a track car, he passed it down to you. Was that vehicle raced by him, or did he acquire it like that? I think he ran it for a short period of time on some eighth mile stuff, like back when he first got it, because I think he bought it when he was like maybe just a little over 20 as well. So he's had it for a good while. But he bought it off of a gentleman that was racing it just about like a weekend you know, every weekend taking it down to the track, and he actually bought it off the guy at the track for a thousand bucks. Okay. Okay. So wow. That's really all. It was just like I said, one seat. Yeah. One motor with like traction bars on the back. It typical like '60s, like you know, eleven, twelve index car. So on that vehicle, at least from the videos, which I know you can hide a lot in video, how's the body like? Is there any rust? Like, what what what's it look like? Well, about, uh, I think five years ago, I put all new sheet metal on it, like fenders, rear quarter panels, the head bucket's the same, but honestly, the paint job's pretty rough. It's got a lot of blemishes in it. Okay. Um, where it was raced, a lot of the body panels aren't straight. They're kind of twisted on the driver's side, but gotcha. to be honest, I haven't like brought myself to spend that much money on a frame machine for a car that's okay. worth a little bit more, though. Totally get it. Totally get it. Um, I do have disc brakes on it now. I did get the, uh, I got the disc brakes off of Mercury Contour and got them a conversion put over on this. So that's made it a whole lot better to drive. Okay. Okay. So you got this car when you were 16. Were you interested in cars before then? What kind of got you interested in it? Yeah, my dad took me to the tracks a whole lot. We would go to Bristol or Richmond, Dinwiddie, things like that. Pretty frequent and just to the drag stretch we don't really have anything close by so sure anything within two hours we try to go to okay just about every weekend growing up bristol connecticut right uh bristol tennessee was the one we oh, would go to okay bristol tennessee gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. awesome awesome so what was your dream car growing up i was one of 70s challenger okay very cool very cool and is that still your dream car or you have something else in mind now I like those. I don't like the Coronets. So okay. Mopar guy, I like kind of the bigger heavy cars. So you're like all the way in on American muscle then. Yeah. I don't dislike the tuner stuff. I just, I definitely have more of a affinity towards muscle car things. Sure. Sure. Totally get that. Okay. What is your favorite automotive movie? Hmm. Now remember I really like vanishing point, not to like, Okay. Be super generic like all the Mopar guys, but I like Vanishing Point a lot. Okay. Not a whole lot of storyline. You just get a lot of screen time with the car. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I'm actually happy with that answer because everyone that I've interviewed before you has always said Fast and Furious, which Fast and Furious is my favorite, I'll admit, but I like to get a different point of view. Um, I haven't heard Vanishing Point yet, so and I don't think I've even seen it yet, so that's definitely one I need to check out. But I'm always looking for, you know, Gone in 60 Seconds or The Italian Job or something like that. And every time, and maybe it's because I've been interviewing the younger guys, but every time it's Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious. So, very yeah. point. Who's in that movie? Who would I know that's in that movie? Cool. No, I don't even know anyone that's in it. It's an old movie. I think it's so old it like doesn't even have like a, a soundtrack in the background. It's literally just like the car noises and whatever's going on. It's real old. Real old. Okay. Okay. I have to check it out. Um, so my next question is what would you tell aspire young aspiring car enthusiasts? Like what advice would you give them? Because I know like for me, like as a kid, I was super into cars, but the thought of owning my own one day was kind of like, to me, it was far off or at least owning, you know, like a supercar or something like that um, was kind of like a dream thing more than I could make it a reality. So what would you tell like young aspiring car enthusiasts? Just go buy one and work on it. If uh, worried about not knowing what to do, you just kind of just got to get you one, jump into it and, Mess it up a couple times and see yeah. what you did wrong and keep going. Okay, so the, that that answer sounds like you do most of your work. Is that right on your vehicles? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I actually just rebuilt the engine on this, I guess, last month. Okay. Nice. And that video you took, was it recent or was that uh, – or you already had that video? It was, it was a little earlier this year, like yeah. when, like, I guess the warm weather kind of first broke. Sure, sure, okay. Um, what, what, what does the, the car scene look like in West Virginia? Man, it's like not much, to be honest, there's more like people want to pick up trucks and that yeah. kind of stuff around here. So yeah. usually when I'm going to car shows, I'm driving hour, hour and a half ish to go to like the bigger meets. Either I got to go to Virginia or Tennessee. So that's why it was such actually a, a big concern to get this thing like highway friendly. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot of driving without the heating issue. I'm actually, that's the next thing I'm putting in as well is AC. So, Oh man, it doesn't have AC. No, no oh, AC, man. no power steering. Yikes. <laughs> I gotta get that yeah. ASAP. Um, how far are you from, I probably should have looked this up, but how far are you from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? Uh, probably five, six hours, yeah. maybe yeah, probably five-ish hours, yeah. I guess. It's not horrible. You ever, mm -hmm. ever no. been to Mustang Week or not? No, I was about three years ago. I was going to go, but at that point, I was I was traveling a little bit for work and ended up going out west and didn't get that time off. But okay. I'm going to go down sometime and check it out. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a Mopar guy, but you do own a Mustang, so I thought maybe just maybe you're in that that neck of the woods, sort of five six hours. You might be extra. Yeah, I'll go down and check it out. Make sure I stand next to the roads so and no one hits me. Yeah, I know that goes on a lot. Of Mustang yeah. Week, but yeah, there's always what hundreds of videos that pop up after Mustang Week. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. I would like to go though. There's some sharp rides that show up to it. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go check it out. Some for sure. And I think it, like, I feel like everyone has a Mustang story. So, like, something happened in their life or their childhood 
that involved a Mustang. Maybe their grandpa had one, their uncle had one, friend had one, you know, uh, ex-girlfriend had a Mustang. Everyone has a Mustang story. So I think that event's really cool because you get people, even if like, like you're a Mopar guy, like even if you're a Mopar guy, you have a Mustang story. Your dad gave you that Mustang, you know, it means something to you, even though maybe you wouldn't go buy a 2020 GT, maybe that's just not your cup of tea, but you have a Mustang story. And so I, I just think that one's really cool. I think everyone should go to at least one in their lifetime for sure. Oh, yeah, I'd love to go. Hopefully I get to sometime soon. The world gets back. To oh, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> we haven't had a car. I mean, I'm in, I'm in Houston. So these cats out here, I mean, they're racing every night, and we have, like, underground meets all all the time. But we haven't had a cars of coffee in probably six months. So that's how it is here. We used to, we would have, I mean, there's like not as much as you guys get. We'd probably have, you know, 15, 20 cars show up to that stuff. Yeah. And I went to one earlier this year and they tried to make it where you like, couldn't be near each other. There's basically a parade. You like sat in your car, <laughs> drove in and yeah. out together. So it was not the same. Well, the number, I don't want to get into COVID too much, but what is West Virginia a hotbed right now? No, no right? I think we're one of the, Actually, I don't know if that's because of population or what. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty low. I numbers. think it's due to population. We're, here in Texas, obviously, you know, <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas. So, but not looking good in some parts of Texas for sure. But um, what interested you in GDC? I mean, there's so many different uh, companies that are selling products, services, communities, car clubs, uh, online and offline. There's just so much noise out there. Uh, especially in the car community. What interested you in GDC and why did you end up joining? Well, A, I don't have any like super expensive cars. So I was looking for someone that was, I don't know, I guess lack of a better term, like a little more like blue collar. Like I would have sure. people, I get the same like levelish cars that I had that you could speak to and relate to. Plus, when I messaged and asked if it, what you guys were about, I got like an actual, probably from you, I guess I got an yeah. actual response from you instead of like a machine. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was a little more personable. So I figured if you had your hands in the steel, sure. it must be pretty active. So I jump into awesome, it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I do most, most of the Instagram messages I do uh, personally. So yeah, there's definitely a human element to it. Definitely no automated messages. And uh, we, we run ads with a lot of, you know, I don't know if you've seen some of our ads with really, really expensive high-end Hellcats and the McLaren and stuff like that. Like we run ads like that because it grabs attention. But as you can attest to, once you get into the Discord group, there's people with all kinds of cars in there. So. It, oh yeah, and once you, there hasn't been any hate on the chat either. I've noticed no matter what people have brought, there hasn't been any hate either, which is kind right. of nice. Absolutely. Um, so where can viewers find you if they want to follow um, your build, either one of your vehicles, where can they follow you on social media? All I've got is Instagram. To Instagram? Be honest. Okay. What's your Instagram? Yeah. What's your... Johnny Trojan 28. Johnny Trojan 28. Okay. So you guys can follow the Mustang, follow the Challenger, uh, follow Johnny. And if you're in West Virginia, hit him up, uh, send him a DM. You guys can start your own meet, uh, start your own car show and uh, choose to socially distance if you want. <laughs> uh, Johnny, I always like to end the interview with um, asking you if you have anything to add or if you have any questions for myself. 
No, I'm good. I mean, this is what you got going is cool. It's straightforward, okay. easy. Talk about cars with the car people and don't really need any other agenda with it. So I dig it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, guys, go follow him on Instagram, Johnny Trojan 28. If you're interested in joining the club and giving an interview just like this, go down below in the description of this video. You'll be able to join the club uh, free for seven days. After that, it's $9.99 a month. If you like it, but you get access to me, you get access to Johnny, you get access to all the members in the club. Um, I mean, the chat's the chat's been pretty awesome. I mean, everyone posts pictures of the cars, videos of the cars, modding advice. I saw somebody either this morning or yesterday, they were asking questions about something mechanical in their vehicle and somebody jumped in and helped them out. So uh, pretty cool group to be in and I'd love to have you guys in it. So go down below in the description and check that out. But Johnny, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, today, I cannot wait to get this out to everyone so they can go follow you and check out what you got going on. And hopefully, you get some people in West Virginia to meet up with. That'd be great. If there's anyone here, <laughs> give me a shout. This place isn't that big. We'd have to be able to yeah, meet each other. There you go. Okay. Well, I will see you guys in the next interview. Later, man.